How's it going? Welcome to the Show of Podcast. In today's episode, I delve into the topic around AI, um, around software and technology, really driven by the release this week of Apple's Vision Pro VR goggles. We very quickly buy into the hype, into the excitement, into the propaganda and marketing and all this stuff put out by these companies. And before we know it, we've just signed up to take part in whatever the hell they're doing without really giving it much thought. I watched the the launch video at the WWDC for the Vision Pro and it really got me thinking, is this something we need? And in today's episode, I delve into that topic in a little bit more depth. So stick around and hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully it gets the mind thinking um, and it doesn't make me sound too much like a crazy person. Enjoy. Yeah, you better. I just watched the WWDC, the Worldwide Developer Conference, where Apple have announced a whole bunch of new products, a whole bunch of new bits of tech and software updates. And more importantly, they up, they launched the Vision Pro VR goggles. They're way more than VR goggles. You know, but I watched it and I was like, do we fucking need these things in the world? Are they good or are they bad? And I feel like we're at this point where tech is evolving so quickly I don't know what to do with it half the time. And I don't think we, as a collective, should be trusted with it or need it in our lives. And I wanted to just delve into that little topic today, see what your thoughts are. Maybe you've watched the WWDC, maybe you uh, fucking have read about it, you've looked at it on something like The Vergers. Anyway, maybe you have, maybe you haven't. If you haven't, go and have a watch of it, but I'll, I'll delve into a little couple of bits of it here and then you can go and make up your own mind. I even wrote notes because I was like, what the fuck is going on? So. Let's take a little, let's take a little delve down this story, right? So the Vision Pro, what are they? Vision Pro is a new kind of computer that augments reality by seamlessly blending the real world with the digital world. Basically, they're VR, it's a VR headset, it sits over your head, and then it links up with all your apps, TV, internet, all that sort of stuff. It all sounds great you know, high level, when we just throw those things around. But when you really look into it, I just, I can't see why this is a good move. I feel like we have an opportunity here to go, let's pull the brakes on this. We don't need it. We, don't, we do not need it. Um, I mean, there are elements of it, I guess. We, I could see where it would be helpful, but in a nutshell, I don't know how everybody else feels. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm getting old. Maybe it's my age. But I feel like tech's become... A bit, a bit of a hindrance in general on my life, and I don't know about everybody else, but I've got to the point now where I'm like, I fucking hate the internet and social media and all of it. I love making stuff. I love talking and telling stories and making videos and sharing those things. Unfortunately, I have to exist in that world in order to do what I do. And the problem with them is a lot of what you're seeing, a lot of what we're looking at is focused more on trickery and tech and shortcuts basically and everyone's losing the essence of what the fuck we're all supposed to be doing with all this stuff right a good example of that is with a lot of the stuff that's coming out and the ai stuff from like midjourney and chat gpt and how we're using it and now even that the uh um inclusion into photoshop i've been using the new photoshop beta at the minute and trying to work with some of this the stuff that's in it's, it's unbelievably incredible but at the same time it's like 
super scary what's what you're able to do with this stuff now my personally with all sorts of technology all this sort of stuff and that delves in from physical hardware to software to applications and augmented reality and all those sorts of things i feel like they should be used by us to enhance what we do a little bit like a drug you know take it to enhance a good time don't take it to disguise a bad time so basically we should be using this stuff to enhance our experience here in the world and aid us, allow us to find ways to get rid of the mundane shit, boring things or speed that process up to allow us more freedom to explore expressive things and creative things. But what we're fucking seeing here at the minute is it's starting to take control of the creative side of things. What the fuck are we all going to be doing in 20 years? That's the question. You know, we're all we're all sitting focusing on this. Here's us thinking it's, it was going to, you know, we've all talked about this idea of like oh, bring computers in and bring technology in and bring software in and work on artificial intelligence to run all this boring shit there. But now it's into the creative world. My wife and I would talk about this a lot. And we, you know, we're kind of a little bit, maybe I guess a little bit strict with our kids in, in certain elements of this. Now we do. I'm not trying to preach here. We do let them use iPads and Playstations and, and Netflix and stuff like that. But we try our hardest to control the usage of that. And what I mean by that is we try to get it to a point where we apply time to use these pieces of technology rather than these pieces of technology controlling our time. And that's the bit that's so scary about all this. Think about how often you might get stuck in a fucking scroll loop, you know, just doom scrolling. And you're like, what the fuck have I been doing for the last 10 minutes? Oh, that's right. Melting my brain. I I do get caught in a, in a doom scroll sometimes. I constantly have to move some of my social media apps around my phone just to to stop muscle memory from just opening the app and just fucking scrolling away. So maybe, maybe you go, oh shit, that's what I've moved this app to stop me scrolling this bullshit that's on it. Uh, and that's not to say everything on it is bullshit. There's loads of great stuff on it. But again, the thing here is about controlling the consumption. We have to control what we do. We have to control how we use the technology. We, and at the minute, it just feels like it's going the other way around. Um, I, I, think, I think a large part of all this is, is, is a huge waste of our time and energy, just like using a lot of the stuff. It's mindless consumption. It's just absorbing nonsense all the time and and also as far as absorbing stuff that's really useful like opinions and theories and shit like this that i'm doing you know we're all talking about it and the more of the stuff we consume the more it morphs how we experience real life like you hear for example for me if i talk about stuff too often like an idea that i want to produce it feels in my head like i've produced it so i'm like fuck i've already done it like mentally in my brain what's the point in even going and that actually stops me from producing some of the video ideas that i really want to produce so imagine how that's you know teetering its way into all elements of our life every time we're scrolling or using these things it's given us this dopamine hit right and that dopamine hit feels like an achievement but there's no fulfillment in it at all it's just it's emptiness so you get the little high and you go oh you feel excited but you're excited what fuck all nothing you've not done anything you're still sitting in your underpants on the sofa you haven't even budged and i think that is a thing that i am trying to change myself and trying to change not even change for my kids just trying to continually 
inspire them to not feel that that's what it needs to be about. And that's a very fucking hard thing to do as a parent right now, because at the same time, you need your kids to learn the tech and understand the tech. But all I'm trying to do is make sure that they understand their relationship with the tech. You use it when it suits you. You control the time. Don't let it fucking control you, all right? So I wrote down, technology should assist and enhance our life, not replace it or distort it. The other day I was standing in the queue and uh, there was a dad and a daughter in front of us. I was with my, one of my kids, then we were standing there and the dad and the daughter were in this queue to buy some shit. They were in the queue for like five full minutes and the entire time the daughter, the daughter who was like eight or nine maximum, was on her phone flicking through TikTok. Now why the fuck she had TikTok, I have no idea. But the two of them did not interact once in this queue, didn't speak once. And there was like four people in front of us. And I watched them like zombies. Man, she got up to the till and she just still, she didn't look up once, just scroll, 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 staring at her phone. And the dad paid the interaction. I don't even think the dad spoke to the cashier. And then they just fucking moved on with it. And I watched them going, what is happening to this? What is, why we are all turning into zombies. And we are underestimating the importance of things like social cues and visual cues that are children learn from us no wonder we're all turning into fucking weirdos no one no one knows how to interact with other people because all we're doing is fucking interacting with screens constantly and that brings me on to this fucking vision pro from apple a stunning new way to use the apps we love a powerful way to relive our memories a profound new way to be together and a magical way to be immersed in entertainment. The era of spatial computing is here. This is Apple Vision Pro. I watched that like keynote thing all about it, right? And went and watched a couple of videos and scrolled through the Apple website. And first things first, incredible, absolutely unbelievable piece of technology. Do I wanna have a go on it? Yes, I really wanna see what that's like. And I think back to like 3D films where you'll have to go there and you've got the little cardboard glasses, you know, with the green lens and the red lens. We were like, oh my God, 3D. And then they brought out plastic 3D glasses and then you could buy your own 3D glasses. And then, and then 4D cinema came in where it like sprayed water at you, blew air in your face. I mean, personally, that's not for me. I've been to one of those and that can slide on. That's far too much. I don't want to do that, right? And I'm thinking like, I never really enjoyed the 3D cinema stuff. I definitely didn't enjoy the 4D cinema. Um, I like a normal cinema where I know where the fucking edge of the screen is and I know I'm in a seat and I'm aware I'm in a room full of other people and I can enjoy that movie for what it is, a movie on a screen. I don't need that screen to be duct taped around my fucking head, right? And in my ears plugged so I can hear nothing and feel like I'm in the fucking Revenant getting eaten by a bear alongside Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm all right sitting back and just watching it. And when I looked through this Vision Pro thing, I was like, this is fucking insa insanity. I was battling this feeling of like, wow, what an amazing piece of technology. This is so cool with, do we need this? <laughs> do we really, do we really need this in our lives? And let me read you a few things, right, from the website. And I'll just, I'll put the screen, the, the, the Apple website on there. But what, a couple of things that just stuck out for me is they're using these words, man, these crazy words that like, they're, they're just thrown out there like, and we're like, oh yeah, I'm happy with that. Words like immersive. Oh, we're making it immersive. That makes it sound like it's great for us. I don't think that's great for us, right? 
spatial computing. This is what they describe it as. The software built into the stuff is about spatial computing. And a large part of this you'll see in like augmented reality stuff, right? Um, if you're doing any AR stuff, it's fascinating what you can do. I mean, it's built into Snapchat and TikTok and fucking stickers and bullshit that we, stickers, I don't know, what age am I? I don't know, kids. What are the kids using on these apps? I hate that shit on a good day. It's all built into this and it allows them to utilize the area where you are and make that, what, what, what I write here? Blends digital content with physical space. Amalgamating real world, artificial world together. Why? Why? Certain times, I get it, right? You wanna have a Zoom meeting with somebody, you know, maybe you wanna put up a presentation behind you. There's some amazing stuff you can do with some of this shit there, right? You can put things up behind you, but you can do it with just the fucking FaceTime camera on the, on the computer. You don't need to be strapped up with these goggles. Those sorts of things are gonna be fine, but when you started going through this, I was like, what, these things are being put out to us like they're good things, right? We're using spatial computing to build an immersive world that blends digital content and physical space. And you're like, okay. Navigate by using your hands, eyes, and voice. Apparently it's not gonna track where your eyes look, but it will track finger movements and stuff. At one point, you, do, you can move your fingers. They're not connected to anything. You can just move your fingers and it'll just do things on the fucking screen. How? <laughs> it's obviously, I, I don't know. There's obviously these cameras or something on scanning your fucking hands because it's scanning the space around you so it knows when you're doing things with your hands. Um, uh, do things you love in ways not before possible. Now that sounds harmless. It sounds incredible. Oh my God. But then I'm thinking, well, what are those things? When you actually go through the video and you look at a few of the bits and pieces, here's one example of it is you can now wear the goggles and watch TV on any size screen you want wherever you are in your house. You could be sitting on a shitter watching a fucking 50 inch TV movie or just sitting there. You could then get up and walk, I guess, through the house while the movie continues to play in front of you and the AI will work out like, oh, he's obviously moving and shit. So like, let's show him that he's kind of walking through his corridor near his kitchen, but keep that movie playing. God fucking forbid he misses a part of that movie or has to pause it, right? Um, but, but I'm asking, but a lot of the examples they use in the video are people sitting on their sofas with the goggles on, looking at the wall where your TV would be, and they've got a fucking artificial TV screen. Now I was like, why? I mean, but maybe the same people said that years ago when the television was fucking invented. I don't know, but yeah, okay, yeah, cool. We wouldn't need TVs in our houses. We wouldn't need these big clumpy things taking up space in our house, gathering dust, running loads of electrical cables soon. We could just have all this in the goggles. Great, I guess. And then it goes into app integration and how they all work and how you can link and move them around the screen, right? It's amazing, your Netflix, your YouTube, your social media apps, your FaceTime, all conversations, all that sort of shit. Move to the TV, move out. And I'm like, and it's, and it's pushing this sort of stuff, right? And then it's, it's got this other bit built into FaceTime calls. Now I thought this bit was fucking completely insane, but you take a FaceTime call and it pops up all the screens in front of you, right? And he's like, if you've got one, two or three people, it'll put their things in front of you. You can join a group call and see everyone life-size. As new people join, 
FaceTime simply expands. And you can decide where they sit and wherever they sit in the frame, the audio will weight itself to where they are so that you can, when you're listening here and it all sounds like, oh, Gary's on the left, Suzanne's on the right. That's not, that's not my right, that's the other. You know what I mean? Other way around, right? And you'll be able to hear that. And the whole time I was thinking, what the fuck are they seeing? Just a screen with your massive eyes. Just, just your eye. Because they breeze over that, but later on they just throw it out there like, oh, also, the way it's you scan it, you hold the thing up fucking in your hands in front of you before you put it on, and it scans your face. After a quick enrollment process using the front sensors on Vision Pro, the system uses an advanced encoder-decoder neural network to create your digital persona. I already use facial recognition on my phone, so like I'm already fucked in this world. But you hold the thing in front of you, and you it scans your face and it builds an AI render of you. And then, when you're doing a FaceTime with people, they see an AI render that looks pretty friggin' realistic. I'm doing well, thank you. With your persona, you can communicate with over a billion FaceTime-capable devices. When viewed by someone in another Vision Pro, your persona has volume and- Why? <laughs> Why? Well, obviously, because you're wearing these dumbass goggles. So you're only gonna see their eyes, so it has to create this. And I'm thinking like, okay, I mean, an emojis I could get, or emoticons, things I could get, like us, the, the, the cartoon version thing. I still don't really use it that much, but it's kind of fun and playful. This is fucking scary. So now you're letting these, this technology scan you and build an AI version of us that we're now gonna use to communicate on our behalf, all right? To unlock this thing, this Vision Pro, it scans your, your eye. Everybody has their own eye print. Even identical twins, different eye print. So super secure. And I'm going, right? So now you have my face scan, my eye print. My, you've probably got my thumbprint saved somewhere from one of the other things. You've got my voice commands. <laughs> and now I've allowed you to create an AI version of me that can talk on my behalf. Now, we're not gonna go down a tinfoil hat, but that could very easily end up in complete fuckery. Like that, that there is one huge issue, right? The next issue is th 3D, <laughs> 3D photo video, right? There's this thing in it basically where you put the goggles on, right? And you can film with the goggles and it films whatever's happening and then creates it in a 3D world using that spatial computing shit. Capture a spatial photo or video with just the press of a button. And eyesight makes it clear to those around you when you are capturing one. You can capture a spatial video of a fun moment with your kids, to share it with your family, or to experience all over again. No joke, it says on the website, relive your memories like never before. And I'm like, why not just fucking live the memories in real life instead of watching your children grow up through a pair of fucking goggles? So put these goggles on as your children grow up and film them. And then when you're on your deathbed, you can watch it back in 3D. <laughs> why? Why? Is, is that a, so I'm sorry, am I the only one that thinks that's not a good idea? Why do we need that? Just because we can make it doesn't mean we should.
That's the whole problem here. There's a thing built into this, these set of goggles, right? I'll tell you the name at the end. It'll blow your mind, it'll blow your mind. If you've seen this, you'll know where I'm going with it. Basically, the goggles, you put them on, they go dark, right? So they go dark and they throw this little colory sphere around that a little bit like the Siri thing that goes. And that allows people to look and go, oh, they're fully immersed in what they're doing, right? I mean, they'll know that if you're watching porn because you'll have your trousers down, you'll be fucking rubbing one out. This is how it looks when using apps. And this changes when you're fully immersed in an experience, sending a clear signal to those around you that you can't see them at the moment. When someone is nearby, they will appear in your view. Fades them into the background using spatial computing. It fades them in, blending digital world with the real space around you. And you can see Suzanne's come over and you're sitting there, you know, you're on Pornhub trousers down around your ankle Suzanne walks in and you're like oh, fuck I'm a I'm sort of immersed in something here love all right she walks in you can release the knuckles <laughs> I can't go in the fucking podcast do that again I can't do that you could be sitting there and Susan walks in you know you could be sitting out of playing a game NBA watching a Netflix film they walk up to you it fades in and then you can decide you can decide right whether or not to interact with these people or not so you can just be like, fuck off. I'm immersed in my fucking goggles here. Go away, real life. Now, and there are certain problems in life that'd be great to do that to. But you then go, oh, I'll interact with what's her face. And then the goggles fade, all right, to show your eyes. Now, fuck knows if that's your real eyes or it's a digital rendition of your eyes. But I think it fades out to actually show your eyes. So you can, they can see you and then they go, oh, Dylan's ready to chat here because I can now see his eyes and you can talk to them. They've created the software. It's incredible. Do you know what they've called it? Eyesight. It's incredible. This breakthrough innovation is called Eyesight. Not I with an I, I with the E-Y-E, Eyesight. And I'm like, hello Apple. Guess what lads? We've had fucking Eyesight forever. They're there. There are fucking eyes. We use our eyesight. You're not isolated from other people. When someone else is in the room, you can see them and they can see you. We don't need goggles to reveal our eyes so that people know we're fucking looking at them. Am I losing the plot here? Or is this insanity? They just think about all that, right? It's re realistically, let's rein ourselves back in and think about all this. Like, there's a lot of incredible tech that's going on there. And I imagine like, there's a lot of great stuff, but there's a lot of shit that comes on with this. And I just, I just, I don't know. I can't be the only one sitting here watching this going, amazing, burn it, burn it now, before it fucking kills us. I just think, I, I legitimately watched this and I just thought, this is a huge leap into the, com the complete collapse of society. And maybe I'm a bit being sounding a bit mad here, right? The risk of sounding like a lunatic. That's kind of what I thought. I was like, this is a huge step because it's based, there's a part in it where it's like you can create your background. You could be in the woods in fucking Alaska if you want, right? You could be a snowy mountain somewhere. You could be floating through space and you can decide how much of that atmosphere wraps around you. You can have just a bit of it. You can have a little bit of fucking the Grand Canyon and then your shitty living room. Or you can just fucking wrap yourself in the Grand Canyon. You can just be sitting there on a rock while you're looking at these apps floating around the screen, being like, oh, what should I scroll through now? What game should I play? I don't know. I, 
I, I was watching, I was sitting thinking, again, it's being pushed like it's a good thing. It got me thinking about the movie Ready Player One. Have you watched the movie Ready Player One? If you haven't, go and watch the movie. It's, it's a very good movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, basically, the synopsis of that is people live a really shit life. They're living in fucking trailer park. It's all built up on top of each other. They've got no fucking money for anything. But they use all their money to join into these goggles and live in this world. It's a simulation. Right? It's like the Matrix, but they choose to be in it. When you watch that, you're like, that's fucking mental. Imagine if that ever happened. And then I'm like, Apple Vision Pro goggles. That's the start. That It's the start of it. I know other people have done this before them. But this is the first time I've watched it and gone, sign me out. Sign me out. Pulling out my fucking internet connection, I'm moving to the woods. Because it's encouraging us. It's encouraging us to fully immerse in this and buy into this as if it's made out like it's a good thing for us. And we're not thinking about the repercussions of this. We're not thinking about the long-term damage. We're not thinking about what this does to us. This is no longer a something that helps us or assists us in society. Like this doesn't help us as individuals. This distracts us from real life. This allows us to live and experience life like never before, which means you can live in a bin but as long as you've got your goggles and you're paying for your fucking internet provider, you can do whatever you want. But you can't really do whatever you want because you live in a bin, right? <laughs> that's the reality of it. Like, realistically think about this. That's, there's not, that's not that far a jump. Playing the NBA game on the fucking, no, not doing that, just like a, how are you playing this game? Oh, you have a controller as well. You can connect the controller in. But you're playing that you know, in your living room that doesn't have a TV because you're just staring at the fucking ceiling lying on your back because you've got these goggles on. You don't know what day it is, and you're just sitting there staring at the ceiling playing this game. To there is no choice in the matter. Because they say things like you can integrate your work. So you can like, oh, as an artist, you can work there doing your painting, have your goggles on, you could be painting. And then you can just be like, bang, my emails. Oh, let's do a FaceTime with Steve. Ask him if he's got that invoice in for that shit. Why is that a good thing? Who wants that? I have this desk, right, that's an analog desk, because sometimes I just like to sit at it and fucking draw, or scribble, or cut things out, or glue things together, because sometimes I need to be away from a screen. Sometimes I just go sit in the garden and stare at the sky. I love surfing because I'm disconnected from that world, and all these sorts of things are doing are promoting a semi-permanent to fully permanent connection to the world. There's a lot to ask us to be that connected. It's hard enough sometimes just trying to deal with notifications on your phone without all this sort of stuff, but I just don't understand why, you know, why we're all not questioning this a little bit more. We're all buying into it. I mean, I'm absolutely not gonna be going down the Vision Pro route, 100%. No, it's not for me. Um, but I really think we all need to just take a step back and look at what's happening here. And I think, I think the problem is here we've got tech companies as well, just like free reign to just push the shit out. And no one seems to be fucking controlling it. No one, no one seems to be looking at it for, is it actually good? Do we need it? It goes back to what I said earlier, just because we can make it doesn't mean we should. Just because it can exist doesn't mean it's a good idea. I just, I can't see how this is a good thing. I feel overwhelmed on a daily basis with the tech that I have. 
a computer, some cameras, a phone. My fucking Apple Watch, which I'm not wearing at the minute, mostly because I got a dumb looking suntan, but also because it won't stop pinging on my wrist. I feel overwhelmed with that, right? And when you combine it with everything else that's happening in the world, everything that's happened in the, in the last couple of years, the amount of, you know, things that we take for granted that were very quickly snapped out of our hands, like, you know, personal freedoms. At one point in Northern Ireland, a couple of years ago, there was a curfew. You couldn't leave your house after 8 p.m. at night. We, all, we had to queue to get into, uh, into the spa because there were already 20 people in there. And that, when you actually think back to those things, I filmed a lot of it and recorded it so I could remember how insane we all went. If that's just a one-off, that's fine. We all went mad for a fucking couple of years and now we're, but it's not really like that. When you combine all these things together, it's very hard to, it's very hard to look at all this stuff without feeling like you're going insane. Like, you're, like you need to get a load of tinfoil and make a little fucking cowboy hat out of it and just sit in the bottom of your garden and shake. But you do have to kind of look into the stuff and go like, does, how does this all connect? What if all those things connect? What if, like, for example, Pamela and I have been using this thing called Life360, this app, right? Which I am that close to deleting. Because basically what it does is it allows you to locate. If you've watched my Instagram stuff, you'll know I bought an AirTag because I thought I could just like stitch it into my kid's school bag or jacket or something as they're going to school. So I know where they are. So if they're walking home by themselves as they're getting older, I'm trying to teach them to walk home, that I know if they're fucking where they are, right? It was dog shit. Uh, it turns out the Apple AirTag doesn't really work that well for that sort of stuff and some sort of G GDPR tracking, which I get, I find. But I can do it on their phones. So now we have phones, we can track it. And it's annoying because there's a, there's a really useful side to that. As a parent, I know my kids made it to school okay. I know when they've left school, I know where they are. In fact, he dropped the phone one day and lost it. We were able to track it to a house and be like, oi, give me the fucking phone back. So that side of it's really, really good. But one thing it does is it constantly notifies me where they are, constantly notifies me where Pamela is, notifies Pamela where I am. And we've, the kids have got it switched off. But you know, we joke about it sometimes, but the reality, it's constantly telling you where you are, what journey you took, how long that journey was, where you went to, where you started off, where you went, how fast you drove. Right? Whether you used your phone, you know, tracks your movement, tracks your locations, and asks you to pinpoint where those things are. Where's all that data going? And you start to compare, take all that, right? And then Apple, a part of this WWDC launch, like the keynote thing, they talked about updates to iOS and updates to OS. And some of those were really, really cool, some really nice updates. But one of them was effectively Life360 built into Apple already. So do you know the way you can send like your location on WhatsApp to people be like, hey, I'm over here. You can send it for 15 minutes. You can send it forever. You can send a live location if you want. All of that's built in. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's great. I, I like the idea of that as a responsible human being that isn't going to take advantage of the system and doesn't expect to be taken advantage of. Great. If we could all be trusted, this sort of technology would be class. But we can't because there's some fuck rags in this world and people will use it for the wrong things. People will use it to stalk people. Companies will use it to track people. Governments will use it to track our movements. <laughs> that sounds insane, I know, but it already happens. Go and look at the Chinese social credit score. It already happens in those sort of formats, right? So those things do happen and it's just what side of it you sit on and how you incorporate it into your life. And we need to retain control of that as individuals. 
before it controls all of us. And I just think this fucking this shit's not the right way to go. I'm a big fan of Apple, big fan of a lot of what they do. But the last few years, every time they do these launches and these keynotes and things, they, they themselves, the people, Tim Cook and his clan, his clan of inclusive goonies, first off, they tick every fucking box. In society. I mean, I'm surprised we haven't got a fucking an animal in there at the minute. We've got every per- possible person in the spectrum involved. Not because of any other reason than they need just ticking a box, right? Everyone's in there. But they're all like robots. And they're all like that the whole way through it. They've got these weird smiles and they're like, we've developed this tracking system that allows you to watch where Claire goes. So you know if Claire's made it to her destination or not. You know, maybe Claire doesn't fucking want to be tracked. Maybe Claire wants to drive from here to the fucking beach in peace and quiet and doesn't need you. Maybe Claire decided to stop halfway for shit in the woods. Maybe Claire decided to change her mind. Maybe Claire's had a nervous breakdown. I mean, that, that's probably actually quite useful there, to be fair, in a nervous breakdown. But I don't know about you guys, but I don't constantly want people to be told where I am. I find it hard enough on Instagram, right? If I'm working on, a, like I work on such a multitude of jobs constantly, and I'm always juggling a lot of jobs at once. And there'll be times where like, I'll take 15 minutes out of my day to go get a sandwich. And while I do that, I'll film an Instagram story and upload it. Now that Instagram story will take me as long as it took me to go to the fucking shop and get a sandwich and come back, add five minutes to edit it and upload it. And I'm not joking. There'll be people who are like, I'm working on a job for them. They'll, they'll, they'll see the story and they'll message me and go, hey, cool story. How are you getting on with that job? And I'm like, fine. That was, that was my lunch break. I don't come to your office when you're taking a dump and knock on the fucking door and go, enjoying your shit. Any chance you could pay that invoice? And believe me, there's some people I'd like to do that to. But that's just the way people... We were already confused between our relationship with social media, which I explained in the last episode of this podcast. But if we're all tracking each other, what the fuck am I, the tracking thing is like that. It's kind of why I don't post stuff on Instagram anymore because people don't know what they're consuming and then they get all confused. I might, if I can film something on a Saturday and then post it on a Tuesday and then people think this fucker has gone out to the beach on a Tuesday midday when he's supposed to be doing that. I'm not. I did that on Saturday. People need to control their own time. This idea that we're all being tracked, all being watched, and all allowing it to happen is insane. And I don't know, but I just watched this thing with the Vision Pro, and there's a lot of stuff that I've just been like, oh, that's a bit weird, that's a bit odd, this is uncomfortable, not happy with that, don't really like the terms and conditions of how that app works, not really sure about all this. Don't, I mean, don't really like the way I'll have a, a voice message people in WhatsApp or message them in WhatsApp, and the next thing is Instagram and Facebook are like, targeting these adverts to me based on the keywords. That irritates me enough. I can deal with it because it's all in the closed meta world, which I also don't really like. But, you know, maybe I have lost the plot. Maybe I haven't. I don't know, I just feel like it's um all gone a little bit too far. And I just feel like we all need to just talk about these sorts of things a little bit, even just in your own groups. Don't You don't have to DM me all your thoughts on the world of AI. I'm just having a rant here. I just watched this. It didn't feel right. And I was like, I need to fucking, I want to talk about this. Sometimes you watch these things happen and you go, and everyone's getting all super stoked on it. And you're like, 
don't know if I, if I ever like that. I was like that with an Apple Watch for years. I only got an Apple Watch last year. Really because I wanted it for a health reason. I wanted it to track my, I want to be able to track my health. Um, I was just feeling a lot out of shape, and a lot a lot more unfit, and I wasn't able to track it. Apple Watch has been great for that, for me to be able to track it. But even the entry-level Apple Watch is still too connected. It's still, I keep having to turn shit off. Keeps telling me when people phone me, keeps telling me when people message me. Like I should have just got a Garmin or something, like an entry-level Garmin, but I do like the, the ecosystem of Apple, so it all syncs and works, quite like that. So again, I get stuck in this world of like love it and also loathe it at the same time. Very, very tricky. I didn't buy an Apple Watch for that for years. And I had so many friends who were like, love it, like who love Apple Watches. And I'm kind of the same way at the moment with iPads. There's a part of me would love an iPad Pro, like a drawn and use for notes and things. But because I could write the note and then it would be anywhere, like I do on my phone. I write a lot of my notes and plans, video things and, you know, briefs and stuff. I can work on things while I'm on the move for clients or I'm on a train. I can carry on writing something from my computer. That's all great. But like, there's something about drawing and doodling physically in a book. And I have loads of little notebooks that I'm always scribbling in. And I, there's something tangible and physical about that. Same as using a cutting board and a blade and actually cutting and gluing stuff. There's something about all that that allows you to escape because it's again, it's a, it's a very analog thing that you're doing. And I just think it's, it's pushing very quickly past the point of here's a bunch of tech and here's a bunch of software to enhance what you do and help you. It's gone very quickly from that to, you know, don't worry about your life. It doesn't matter how shit it is. It doesn't matter if you live in a fucking waste bin or, you know, if you're unhappy or any of that sort of stuff. Stick these goggles on, you know, immerse yourself fully. Decide when you want to interact with the real world or not. And you can experience life like never before. But that's not experience in life. That is living in a simulation. And I do not think... We need that. So let me know your thoughts. What do you think about the ProVision 2? What do you think about Facebook's meta, all that sort of fucking the meta-verse thing? Is that, did that flop? Is that done? Who knows? All of that stuff. Tell me, where's your threshold? We've, you, you know, where, where are you like, that's too much for me? You know? Maybe like my parents, Facebook and Instagram. You know, I got them to watch the news on YouTube last year. And they were like, big step. You know, maybe, maybe that's your threshold. I never even understood how to use Snapchat properly. So that was my threshold, Snapchat. Why do they disappear? <laughs> oh, one last thing about the Vision Pro. Did I mention there's a big fucking cable connected to your ear, the side of your ear, right? With a little sound bars on that vibrate in your head and block out the world. Um, there's a big cable that hangs down around the back into your pocket where there's a battery that lasts forever, right? Not really, but like there's a battery pack that basically just lasts for, for donkeys. So you never have to recharge it. And you don't have to carry, the, they're saying, so you don't have to carry the weight around on your head. I don't believe that for a second. I believe they put a bigger battery pack in there to keep you immersed in that app, in that piece of technology for longer. That's why. Because your attention span, or lack thereof, that is the product. That's where the money is, folks. The longer they keep you immersed in this bullshit, right? The more they can control or do or make money from, whatever it is, right? That's not me wearing a tinfoil hat. That's just a normal hat. That's just reality. Go and have a look. See for yourself. If you're on YouTube, drop a comment below. Let me know what you think. 
Let me know what your thoughts are on Vision Pro. If you listen to this podcast, I don't know if you can leave comments or something. Just you know, drop me a message on Instagram if you want, if you have uh, an opinion on it. And uh, yeah, a few more ideas for some episodes coming up. Got a couple um, recorded with some friends, some people I want to bring into. Well, we'll, we'll talk less about the doom and gloom of the world and more about inspirational creative stuff because that's what this is supposed to be about so take all this with a light pinch of salt i'm not that affected by it all because to be honest people message me like are you all right mate i'm fine that's just the way i am anyway look thanks again for listening thanks again for watching hope you enjoyed the show um check out other shit on my youtube channel if you want to watch other videos there's some vlogs and bits and pieces on there and follow me on Instagram if you're listening to this or you found us some other way and you don't know my Instagram. I don't know. Maybe we'll see some stuff you like. Photos, some stories, some mindless entertainment to fucking kill your time while you're waiting for your Vision Pro battery to charge up for the next 365 days. Um, thanks again. I'll catch you later. Very, very good evening. Good day, good night, good afternoon. <laughs> I don't know what time it is. I'm going to finish this beer and then I'm going to go home. Yeah, you better. Yeah, you better.